Welcome to Sales and Marketing Fry Talks, where we share insights, best practices and anecdotes from technology companies. Join us live on LinkedIn or subscribe to our podcast. And now to the new episode. Good morning and thank you for joining us for Sales and Marketing Fry Talks. Every second Friday, we share insights, best practices and anecdotes from technology companies. Gartner recently found that B2B buyers spend about 45% on ta- of their time on independent uh, research, while only 17, 17% on meetings with potential suppliers. Under these conditions, marketing content plays a critical role in helping buyers make a decision. Those many companies rush to produce tons of content and make it available online, hoping to catch uh, prospective buyers. However, only few of them, really few of them, uh, manage to build long-lasting uh, interest and trust from, from the desired audience. Why so? And how to make marketing content work for your reputation and business development? What are practical do's and don'ts? How to measure and, and, and what is the outcome uh, to expect from marketing content? That uh, These are the questions we would like to figure out today. And for that reason, we have... Uh, uh, Olga Liferenko, uh, the digital marketing manager at Cyclum, together with us. So welcome, welcome, Olga. Welcome. Great. How are you? Hi. Cyclum uh, C- <laughs> is a, a leading global uh, digital services and software engineering company with uh, almost 4,000 employees worldwide, serving Fortune 500 uh, companies. And uh, Olga uh, has hands-on experience on defining and executing digital marketing and content activities at this uh, great company across uh, UK, the US, Scandinavia, and Dach region in Israel. So therefore, we're really looking forward to learn from Olga today. And uh, uh, maybe before we start, Olga, could, could you maybe share a little bit more about yourself? Because uh, audience probably don't know everything. Uh, so. Hi, Andres and Rollins. Hi, everyone who's watching us today. Thanks for having me today. It's such a pleasure. It's been a while since we last met to the, with you uh, and made some cool projects together. So uh, I'm working as the digital marketing manager at Cyclum, but before I joined this beautiful company, I used to work for Microsoft for almost four years in the role of partner channel marketing manager. I was responsible for all up marketing activities throughout partner ecosystem in Ukraine, Georgia, Moldova and Belarus. And trust me, that was such an outstanding experience. Uh, but I was always keen to work with customers closer because um, I spent totally almost seven years in the B2B segment. Uh, the topic of tomorrow's technology is the way they change people's lives, the way they redefine industries was of great interest. So I joined uh, the great team at Cyclum and now I'm enjoying all opportunities, uh, learning new things and leveraging the current knowledge. And yeah, the topic of our today's session is just great content. Everyone talks about content, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's very, yes, very I true. Think, yeah, and I, th- I think also also we in our professional lives now use content a lot. And in a sense, also this uh, kind of life event is, uh, is, uh, is a content as well. Yeah, but uh, maybe just a couple of other words about yourself, because I know you a little bit um, more than maybe uh, some of, of our people here. Uh, and uh, I think the another interesting fact, what you didn't mention, uh, 
about yourself is that uh, you, you you are probably one of you people I know at least who are reading a lot, really a lot of uh, of books. You even run a, a book club, right? Uh, book club in 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 uh, in Kiev, isn't yeah, it? That's true. I'm a bookworm. You can call me like that. I, I love reading and I love uh, organizing cool events around discussion of great books, uh, not only in Kiev, because virtually nowadays it's possible to connect people from other countries and regions. So we have um, colleagues from Latvia, Lithuania, uh, from Kazakhstan, from Georgia joining us um, on our book talks. So I'm inviting everyone to join. The details yeah. will be after the session. It's highly recommended as well. I have, uh, at least I remember, I, I inspired, you know, to read some, some, I was inspired by, by uh, your posts and, uh, and shares uh, about some of the books and they were really very useful professionally and otherwise. So really, if, if you guys also looking for uh, good advice on what to read, um, you know, follow Olga uh, on social networks uh, and, and you will get a lot of interesting insights on that topic as well. But let's come to the topic of, of today, which is about the marketing content. And uh, as you, Olga, mentioned that everyone talks about uh, content and uh, marketing content and so on and so forth. But what exactly do we understand by marketing content and uh, why it uh, became so important recently? Uh, let's let's try to, to start with this. Uh, what yeah, do you think? From the roots. Well, actually, the word content or content strategy or content planning stopped being purely marketing long ago. With the boost of social media, microblogs, networks, everyone now not only talks about content, but produces content. Let's be honest, even teenagers use several applications for planning their Instagram content. <laughs> but coming back to the roots, the biggest problem of businesses, if we talk about business, is that they can have great content plans without having a solid content strategy. What do mm -hmm. you think? What do you think about the difference between content and content strategy? Yeah, I think let's try to understand actually, but what the solid strategy actually means and uh, what would be the minimum uh, strategy for, you know, uh, companies operating in our, in our countries, like not very big, uh, usually having a lot of resources. Uh, Roland, what do you think, uh, where you would start? How, how you would define the good strategy uh, for the content marketing, where to start? Yeah, well, well, I would say that good strategy, and, and it's always measure of success of strategy, is can it be implemented or not? So I think in many cases, simple strategy is, is, is the best approach. And I would say that the minimum strategy or, or the minimum what uh, companies need to consider for regarding content, I think is several things. And first of all, it's an audience. So whom they want to address with their content, who are those people? Um, let's try to describe them. Are they business decision makers? Are they technical decision makers? Are they uh, users, influencers, etc. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. second, I think, which is very important uh, thing is just to try to think in what stage they are, where's their head, what they are thinking about, what are their, their pains yeah. or where they are in decision making process. Because and it's and, and, and there's an excellent tool for that. It's called customer journey, which we also quite often use. In, in strategy projects, which 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 allows to plan uh, plan this buying process, and the third thing I think also is uh, is 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 um, more relates to specific piece of content, but I think it's very valuable to think what you want your audience to think, uh, what do you want them to know, how do you want them to feel, and at the end, 
super important what kind of action you want them to take and if you mm -hmm. have these kind of answers i think uh, you're pretty much set to start uh, creating uh, creating a content yeah yeah i fully support this idea actually there are some elements of the content and content strategy in marketing that should be mandatory uh took into consideration while developing a content strategy yeah i think the key what roland mentioned is the really to understand first of all understand really the concept of customer journey because what we um observed a lot that you know uh somehow this part is overlooked and and we just uh, see you know companies doing you know their content uh, for sake of doing and and here i would like to to maybe think of you know all of us about uh what, what are these pitfalls what typically we we we, we see uh companies executing you know content strategy olga what what from your experience you see like uh, as a main issues well speaking about pitfalls um, mm -hmm. Since our session is called do's and do nots, the first do not from me would be, would be do not mix up your content strategy and your content plan. A plan is one of your content uh, strategy implementation tools, an important one, but not the same, versus the strategy itself mm -hmm. is an ongoing process of transforming your business goals and objectives into a plan that actually uses content as the main means of achieving those mm -hmm. goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there is no need to talk about the need of content planning, content governance, content audit, or having mm -hmm. an editorial mm -hmm. calendar until you have a clear idea of the goal that you can map your content to. If you don't have it, it's another pitfall. It's not a strategy, it's just the content. Whether you want to create content for the sake of creation, that's the question. Yes, yes. Uh, Roland, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I, I, I totally agree. And, and, and I think the big, uh, big question before, uh, before getting into content is answering a simple three, <laughs> three, three, three character, but extremely profound question, why? Why do you want to create uh, this content and what do you want to achieve with this content? Because there may be many goals, like one can be optimizing content for SEO and just to drive traffic to your to your, to your your website, right? Another, completely another goal is, let's say, to, um, to explain uh, to uh, your prospective buyers uh, why you are competent to deliver certain, certain solutions. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing is making sure your target audience is aware actually of, of certain pain or certain problem that your solution can solve so these are quite different quite distinctive things and uh, it's better not to mix them together so buyer's journey is a great uh, great yeah exactly exactly i just wanted to mention that uh, yeah. you, you always have to refer to the buyer's journey so and and then uh, plan your strategy and plan your execution actually based on that and i think uh, when it comes to the goal to why uh, it's also important to understand that uh, there are two types of goals. One is that what you as a company want to achieve, right? And secondly, what actually customer is looking for, because you have to help them to achieve their goals. And that is uh, another perspective to look at it. Uh, I think another pitfall, what I uh, maybe would like to mention from my side, it's uh, an empty content on very light content. And as I mentioned in the very beginning that so many uh, companies, individuals like producing content today that there is no lack of content whatsoever. 
but uh, there is lack of quality, lack of insights in, in the content what is available. And I think that is another, um, let's say, perspective to look at uh, and consider for your marketing content uh, strategy. How can you become better uh, serving customers uh, from insights, from, you know, some use, useful information and data point perspective, uh, helping them. Yesterday, we were discussing a book called Decoding Marketing by Phil Barden with one Ukrainian mm -hmm. IT company. And there was a quote which I like, people do not buy what you sell, they buy why you sell it. And here comes the... Uh, the central, uh, the message architecture of why. So you have to um, think what your audience is talking about. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely true. Yeah. So, and, but uh, and the, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, but uh, I wanted the, just to just to share that uh, I, I think uh, Olga, what you mentioned uh, about specific audience that that's that's also the key, and and we have seen uh, again and again in our own experience that one of the best ways to actually get content ideas or understand content strategy or or even prepare the 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 full go-to-market strategy is actually talk with the customers have interviews how them actually share what exactly their pains are concerns etc and then then uh, then creating content becomes just so 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 much so much easier uh, how, how, how do you all approach uh, content content creation do you do you conduct interviews or uh, with uh, buyers or perhaps your internal experts Thank you for the question. That's a good one. Well, actually, in, in Cyclum, we like, uh, the, uh, we call it internally no bullshit marketing. So we try to produce only expert content. And while producing the content, we um, pay attention to uh, four key elements of the content in digital marketing, mm -hmm. or four key pillars, if I may, that encompasses the content strategy. So it's information, context, medium, and the form. When we speak mm -hmm. about information, it's, it's the message that you want to amplify or your audience to hear it can be interactive it can be engaging uh, factual practical informing or the combination of those and when we speak about the context here you should ask uh, such question as who is my target audience what do i want um, my content to amplify um, mm -hmm. what is the content supposed to help me and my reader accomplish and what is the call to action the yeah. next um, is the medium. The medium stands for the channel where you publish your content on or where you're amplifying your content on. And how does that influence your message architecture? We, we always think about message architecture and then we tailor it to a specific channel that we uh, want mm -hmm. our content to be transmitted through. And the last but not the least, it's the form. And this answers your question, Roland, because we uh, experiment with the form. So we publish our content as blog pieces, as thought leadership content, as mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. pictures, audios, podcasts, white papers, research notes, etc., etc. Tons mm -hmm. of different formats, and we are not afraid to experiment. Yeah, uh, very often we get questions which are quite uh, simple and straightforward, like which channel to use? Should I use Facebook or should I use use LinkedIn or maybe should I post uh, videos or, or Instagram and then TikTok is a, is, a, is, a, is a rising channel. So what's your take currently? What works for, for, for Cyclum? Or if you, if you were, let's say, in shoes of startup founder, which channels would you prioritize? Um... Great question. Of course, um, the channels would be different depending on whether you're B2C or B2B market. 
but the, the main do from me here would be, be your audience. Your content should be relevant and up to date mm -hmm. and you should transmit it to the channels, not you prefer, but your audience prefer. So yeah. you have to research where is your audience. So be your audience and then transmit your message to the places where your audience is. And that's and I think it. Yeah, okay, I, I, I would just add that probably experiment, experimenting, this is the key uh, in digital marketing uh, today. You cannot really expect that you did it once and you just, uh, you know, do not change anything. Um, as Olga said, so you, you have to try, you have to actually measure and then uh, based on this information, decide where to, to maybe optimize and focus. And I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, Roland's asked about a startup, a startup, or let's imagine an SMB company somewhere in the sales region where you guys also operate, right? So suppose you're an SMB company who, um, and who wants to take the most of the content and probably you do not have uh, your in-house marketing team. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. there are different options and uh, there are different questions. Where to publish your content? What is the form of the content, et cetera, et cetera. So the good news, is that you can constantly align your strategy to your goals and you can constantly change it or um, keep working on it based on your reflection, what did work good and what did not. So experiment, yes. don't, be, uh, don't be afraid to experiment with the forms, factors and channels. The amount of data on the web actually doubles from year to year. And probably the main advice here would be don't wait until your customers search or navigate through your website. Make sure you create content and you deliver content to the places where you can meet your audience. And then, yeah. then it will have a huge impact. Okay, but uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, I, I, I imagine and you in fact told that you are producing quite a lot of different types of contacts, different uh, content, uh, different channels and so on. How do, we, how do you measure success? How do you know that it's really, really working? Is it, is it the number, number, number of leads you, you generate or, or the number of engagement, likes, shares? Can you talk about that a bit? Rumor has it that um, sometimes uh, C-level people um, undervaluate uh, marketeers because they think that uh, there is no proper marketing measurement. Guys, there is. There are numbers, there is stats that can prove um, the actions of your marketing team. Yes. If we speak about Cyclum, and as I mentioned, we experiment with different forms uh, and channels uh, for our content. During last six months, uh, the average click-through rate or CTR uh, increased up to 120% in comparison with the last half a year. That's and impressive. About subscribers, for example, also, I was checking the stats a couple of days ago. Uh, we have 291, so almost 300% of subscribers increased uh, within last yeah. half a year which also shows and proves that our content strategy is working because we are using different formats, our thought leadership content from our industry experts and technological leaders, it's outstanding. We also um, create a news break from every action that we do. For example, mm -hmm. we recently participated in Gartner Application Innovation Summit, which is a technological flagship event. We're going to participate in some others like London Tech Week, for example, or other uh, flagship industry regional events. Those events are also news breaks. So use it, leverage it. Um, we shoot teasers about the events. So we are inviting engaging mm -hmm. people. Uh, what else we do? We um, 
we publish um, key learnings after each event. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. making lots of content around one event, so to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last but not least, uh, I wanted to say that we speak about humanity. And I know that you can comment on this quite a lot because, for example, if we take technological leaders and giants like Microsoft, Google and Amazon, they usually speak very complex language full of acronyms and abbreviations that people do not understand. <laughs> very true, very true. You're, you're hitting the right point. That's, that's yeah. very true. That's what we avoid to do, and we try to speak human language. Of course, unless it's the uh, deep technical content, then there is no other way. But for business, we speak human to human um, uh, language, and that's very important. And we launched several integrated campaigns. For example, She Did It, which was dedicated to the celebration of International Women's Day, where we showed up the stories of real women from mm -hmm. Pakistan, from Poland, from Ukraine, from other countries. And uh, the one which I liked the most because I was orchestrating it was this thank you for a year like no other with Cyclum, which was dedicated uh, to expressing the gratitude to our customers for joint achievements during the pandemic year. People mm -hmm. see people behind the content and that's built trust and credibility. And that's the most important thing nowadays. Yeah, you, I, I, you, sorry, <laughs> you mentioned one super important thing, which, 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 which is, which is something I cannot, not ask you questions about. So you mentioned your click-through rate increased by 120 percent. So you had something, some kind of internal event or big learning, or, or did something differently. So what did you did differently so that you, you, you had these improvements in, in how your, how your content is per, perceived and, and, and engagement on that? What, what, what changed? So basically, as I mentioned, we started to speak more human language uh -huh. mm -hmm. and, All right. we, and we started to experiment with the forms because people nowadays are kept glued to their screen and devices and they became exactly. blinded. They see flashes from everywhere. So we had to be very creative to make sure that our content is outstanding. Uh, amongst tons of the posts they see in their social media. Of course, we uh, also um, post a lot of uh, case studies because no matter how cool and interactive and beautiful your content is, you always have to showcase your work and then second your words with deeds. That's what we do. And uh, we show the success stories and it, it made our customers happy and then we're also happy and we see the click through rate in, uh, increase because the engagement was very high because people read shared reposted uh and downloaded our content as well mm -hmm. okay yeah. and uh, uh, Andres, you you go now. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. No, what I wanted because I think this is a very good discussion. However, again, considering that we have very different uh, uh, people, you know, listening to us or watching to us, uh, also not from so big companies. And uh, what I would like to ask to think maybe what we could uh, propose them to do as a first step in terms of you know. Uh, starting uh, with their content strategy, and uh, you mentioned that you, you know you experimenting with different forms, you experimenting with different types of content. But uh, imagine again, this is like an average IT company or technology company uh, with maybe a few people in in the organization, maybe with no even marketing uh, within the, this organization. Where they should start? So what what they can do immediately now today? So. Um, I imagine that there is already something what they can consider as a good content 
for instance, yeah. a customer story, customer case study, something they can share uh, with others about how some other company has solved certain issues or certain problems with help of technology or services uh, and so on. So that, that, that's typically one of the content uh, types what, uh, what is also working very, very nicely, right? Uh, anything else you guys would like to mention maybe here very practically? I wish there would be, a, you know, um, I don't know, a pill that you can yes. grasp and uh, that would solve all the issues. But basically, not to overcomplicate, there is a formula, formula of the content. Again, remember that content is relevant information within given context that has a form shape, but the medium through which it's transmitted. So make sure your content is interesting, relevant, and it correlates with the demand of the audience. So start with the audience analysis, understand who they are, where they are, and what problem you can solve. Mm -hmm. And then create content, not based on your preferences, but based on what your audience wants to hear. And also leverage the examples of big companies. Mm -hmm. I partly shared uh, how we do it in Cyclum. I assume there like internet allows us to check mm -hmm. uh, and to browse to networks, try to find some paradigm or some schemes and just experiment. If you're uh, a small company without in-house marketing, trust me, small marketing teams can do perfect things. We are a team of eight people um, at Cyclum uh, working on the content, of course, engaging lots of agencies, but still orchestrating everything on our own. But Remember, there are lots of tools where you can go and engage uh, specialists you don't have in-house per project. For example, you need some SEO optimization or content creation or copyright or translation localization services. There are tools mm -hmm. like I can localize or Upwork. So you engage the person, receive services and then pay. Yes. Experiment yeah, and don't be afraid. Yeah, certainly there are a lot of tools today and, uh, and uh, you know, and even content options, options and content Actually. available. That is exactly what I also wanted to mention. Thank you for reminding Roland. Uh, uh, we had actually some on have uh, some projects where we work with uh, companies who doesn't have any single marketing person in house. They are very technically focused. They are very deep into certain uh, area of, uh, of technology and services. But the same time, uh, they just involve external uh, specialists to help them with the, with the marketing, and that is one of the ways how you can be very uh, professional and very 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 quick and cost efficient. Another thing is just you know uh, leverage the content what you already have uh, case studies with your customers. Uh, I know that many companies nowadays run webinars, so this is a great source of the content as well. Uh, so webinar itself, then the recording of the webinar, then you can split it to the, the, the several pieces, highlights, uh, trans, uh, you know, transform it to the blog post, slides. to something, yeah, slides, whatever yeah. else. So that, that's just, you produce it kind of once, but then you can repurpose it to different channels, different um, forms and, and see what works better for, for your uh, clients. And, uh, uh, I also wanted to say that um, executing good content strategy doesn't necessarily require huge budgets behind that. So uh, as I said, uh, it, it can start just with few hundreds of euro uh, monthly what you, you know, invest 
and then leverage either internal or external or mix of, of both uh, resources to execute step by step and position yourself in front of your customers. Absolutely. I fully support you, Andres, here. There is such thing as content life cycle. And here at Sickle, we are using our content uh, in different formats and shapes. Mm -hmm. When you produce a great piece of content, let's say, not necessarily in industry research, but a white paper, case study, mm -hmm. you can use it in different ways and options and make sure you do it. Because sometimes even small companies produce really great content. They invest their funds, marketing dollars into the content, but they use it only once uh leverage it you can do it yeah. yes and, and i want i wanted to share a very simple simple like a shortcut and uh, it works very well for for tech companies who are building their solution on let's say vendor let's say on microsoft technologies or citrix technologies or something and the trick is just try to see what kind of uh, content vendor is providing and it's quite possible that you can get already written white paper or a case study, perhaps even localized to your language, which you can use for lead generation campaign. And such campaign in terms of costs, we once were sitting with Andres and calculating in, in office, actually can, can cost as little as, you know, few or several hundreds euros. And already you can start generating a stream, uh, a stream of incoming leads. That's, that's very true. Uh, so I think uh, it was a very uh, good discussion. I hope uh, also our audience liked it. I don't know if you have any questions uh, from the audience or any any comments and insights. Uh, Ron, have you uh, it looks, noticed it, anything? It looks not. Well, it looks we don't have. But uh, then I also have a feeling that LinkedIn has perhaps changed something slightly with the interface of uh, of the events because usually we have questions and comments and uh, not sure why it's not the case today we were very ne clear <laughs> yeah ne nevertheless uh i i would like first of all to thank you olga for being with us uh secondly i would like also to mention that there will be a separate piece of content five tips to make your content work uh for uh, starting today by olga actually we will share it uh uh, right after the event uh, and uh, share it on our um, LinkedIn profile. So therefore, um, I would like to invite you to follow IBD Consulting and Fry Talks on LinkedIn. And also, um, you know, join us in a couple of weeks uh, for another uh, Fry Talk uh, and uh, subscribe to our podcast. Yes, and uh, please, please like, share, and uh, comment or uh, fry talk videos because that would really provide first of all us uh, a good feedback and motivation to continue and second it would help other people to learn about this uh, this uh, this uh, how to call it live live cast webcast that we are trying to to make for all b2b uh, marketers and uh, and sales people Thank you for your invitation and we'll be happy to reply all the questions if they arise a bit later. Thank you, bye. Thank yes, you, Olga. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. guys.